Hey guys, it's your girl Sammy. You already know, welcome to Talk About Adulting. This is episode two. And if you don't know who I am, my name is Sammy. Um, And yeah, I'm from Providence, Rhode Island. And I'm here to talk to you about adulting and everything that comes with it. So tune in. Let's get started. So today's episode is all about trauma. Now, you know, for my people that don't know what's trauma, um, I'm going to give you guys like the the Google definition and I'm going to give you like my own personal definition, even though it's the same thing, but still. So yeah, basically trauma is going through a very stressful, frightening or distressing event. So basically, like I would say, I'll give an example. Um, you know, like, um, being like raped, molested, that's traumatic, um, being abused and any type of abuse, physical, mental, emotionally, that's traumatic. Um, uh, sometimes a loss can be very dramatic, um, traumatic. So yeah, those are just some examples. Um, there are three types of trauma. There's acute trauma, which results from a single incident. There's chronic trauma, which is repeated and prolonged, such as, like, domestic violence or, you know, like, sexual abuse. Um, Complex trauma is exposure to multiple traumatic events, often an invasion or interpersonal nature. Invasive or interpersonal nature. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, basically, you know, like, like a... You know, like, in a deep relationship with someone or something. Okay. Yeah. Um, trauma. Um, I definitely feel like my generation, like, has definitely... Like, there probably are some people that haven't experienced, you know, severe dra- trauma and stuff. Why do I keep saying drama? Trauma. But I definitely feel like um, a lot of us can, like, definitely relate to, like trauma and like having post-traumatic stress disorder so like you know those you know ptsd and basically what ptsd is um it's just it's a it's a disorder a mental health condition and sometimes it's triggered by like terrifying events and it can cause like flashbacks nightmares and severe anxiety i'm reading off of google please you know i am not no psychiatrist um, yeah, so basically says post-traumatic stress disorder symptoms may include nightmares or unwanted memories of the trauma, avoidance of situations that bring back memories of the trauma, um, anxiety or depressed mood, um, requires a medical diagnosis. Um, yeah, so some behavior might be agitation, irritability, hostility, um, self-destructive behavior or social isolation, psychology, psychologically, um, you might have flashbacks, you may have fear, severe anxiety or mistrust, mood, loss of interest or pleasure in, in activities, guilt or loneliness. You might have insomnia or nightmares. Also common is emotional detachment or unwanted thoughts. Um, I don't know about y'all, but... When I was going through, like, a very hard time in my life, like, a lot of those things, I could definitely check off. Like, I was irritable. Um, I had a bad, like, I was self-destructing OD. Like, when I tell you self-destructing, like, it was bad. Um, definitely had flashbacks. I had severe anxiety, mistrust, still have mistrust because you can't trust nothing out here. Um, loss of interest. Yeah, I was lonely, and I had nightmares and unwanted thoughts, you know. Um, So, yeah, just to give a warning, a trigger warning. Um, Yeah. The next, like, segment I'm going to discuss and stuff, like, I'm going to get personal, and I'm going to discuss, you know, some things that happened to me. So, trigger warning for, you know, anybody that's been abused or... Anybody that has lost someone, like I would say, and is still kind of like 
recent because I don't want to trigger anyone just to let you know. Like, I'm just giving a warning because, yeah. Also, warning, I do have some dark humor. So, if you don't like dark humor, um, this is not the episode for you because I like to joke around sometimes. Just as my own way of healing, you know? Like, everybody has their own way of healing. Me, I like to joke around with certain situations. Some I don't, but some I will just because I want to be in good spirits, I guess. Yeah, so let's get into it. So, yeah, like I said, trigger warning. Um, I think the first, okay, I'm going to talk about the first incident that was, like, very traumatic for me. Like, really, like, this was, like, the first traumatic experience I actually think, like, was, like, that ever happened to me in my life. So, trigger warning, trigger warning. So, when I was about six, seven, yeah, around that age, um, I had a friend. She was in my neighbor. We're going to name her... We're going to name her, um, I don't know. We're going to name her Purse. Sorry. This is just random stuff I be thinking of. Like, you know, before I get serious, like, this is really just random names I be thinking of because, like, I don't know what else to call them. No, we're going to, yeah, we're going to call her Purse. So, me and Purse, we was cool. Um, we was neighbors. We was the same age. And Purse's mom and dad lived with her. And Purse would always have a a guy. Well, it wasn't her technically, but like her parents like had her uncle. That's who it was. Her uncle used to be there chilling in the house. I would go over to her house. Now, mind you, my parents, my dad was always like, no, you don't go to other people's houses. Da, da, da. Like he would want to meet them. So he met them and he was comfortable enough of letting me go there. Like he knew the dad and stuff. He knew the mom. But basically what happened was I went next door to her house. Like we literally shared a fence. Well, like not shared a fence, but like her friend, like my house, friends, her house. Like it was like that. So it was her birthday. This happened on Good Friday. That's a key point because this is going to, I'm going to get into, I'm going to get into it at the end. Okay. So, long story short, um, well, not long story short, because, okay, sorry. So, me and Paris, was, we was cool. Like, that was my girl. Like, you know, we was kids. We was neighbors. We used to play around. We were around the same age and shit. Whatever. So, one day, it was Paris's birthday, and we were supposed to go to, uh, we were supposed to go to Chuck E. Cheese for her birthday. It was supposed to be me, her, her mom. Um, I don't know about her her dad. Me, her, her mom, and her little brother. He's a baby. And, yeah. So, you know, my mom got me all dressed and stuff. She put me in my little dress and sent me next door. I went next door. And um, I remember my mom and I remember my mom and my dad, they were, like, they were going to be gone all day. Like, I was going to stay with the mom because... They knew I was going to go to the birthday party and they trusted the mom to let me, you know, be with her. So that day we went, well, I was, we were, I went to her house, it was next door. And I remember we was playing, I forgot we was playing like dolls or something. No, no, no. You remember? Well, I don't know if you guys remember, but there was like this little dog. Fuck. What is it called? I don't know why I'm, I don't know why, but like it was like a little like toy doll that was like digital. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to. It was weird though. It was weird. Whatever. I don't know why the fuck that just. That's irrelevant. And honestly, it's irrelevant. But yeah, we was playing with some fucking doll. dog. Dog. A toy dog. <laughs> Whatever. So, um, what ended up happening was her mom, I, okay, I remember I was saying, okay, when you, what, this was how it would happen. Her house, you walk through the back door, you're in the kitchen. Then there's a hallway that leads to the living room. In the living room, there was like, there was one, two, three, four. There was four big windows 
that kind of give like the you know what what do they call that like the book uh, a book nook something like that like it was like a open space not open space but yeah like the windows were i don't know but whatever so basically what happened was we were good we were supposed to go i remember i was sitting there in the living room playing at the toys like near the hallway just playing with the toys i don't know where purse was but i was playing with the toys and her her mom i remember looking at her mom like looking at the hallway and seeing her mom talk to the uncle's friend mind you the uncle wasn't there and the dad wasn't there it was just the friend and the mom which as a kid like i don't give a fuck but like as an adult i'm like that's weird as fuck anyways so sorry this is just ugh, trauma so i remember i looked and the mom and the, the mom was talking to the guy like i don't know what the fuck she was saying but she said something to him and then she called um purse she called purse like we're leaving so i'm getting up to go with purse and she's like oh no you're gonna stay here i'm gonna go get the cake and i'll be back to grab you so i'm like okay um, I, I ended up staying, purse left with her little brother and the mom, ended up staying, and then, um, sorry, and then I remember, so when I was younger, you know, I was a little chubby little girl, so my thigh would... So, you know where your, like, your private area is? And you know that little gap, like, your thigh and your private meats, I guess? Well, I had a rash. I was a little kid. My thighs used to rub together, and I used to get a rash, and it was irritating me. So, I went to scratch it because it was irritating me. And long story short, while I'm scratching it, the guy tells me, he goes, oh, he basically told me to, like, lay down on the couch. Mind you, I had a dress. And, like, okay, like, it was just weird. Like, oh, fucking trauma. He basically, like, he touched me. Like, I don't even want to go to detail. But he touched me inappropriately. And, honestly, truthfully, like, to this day, it's just kind of, like, I don't even remember the whole situation. I don't remember going to Chuck E. Cheese after. I don't remember going home. Well, the only thing I remember was I remember laying on that couch. I remember him touching me. And I remember I looked towards the window and I see my mom and my, sorry. I see my mom and my uncle driving away, like driving past the house. And... And that's what I remember. I know he didn't penetrate me because when I lost my virginity, like, I was a virgin. Like, I, got, I ended up getting checked. Not that day because this is what happened. Basically, when that situation happened, um, I blinked it out. Like, uh, that's how I don't remember from, from six to, like, seven, from that situation to, like, when I was ten... All that, all those years are a blur. No birthdays, I don't remember no birthdays. I don't remember nothing. Nothing, like nothing at all. I just remember that happening. And then shortly after that happened, um, my dog got ran over in front of my house, in that same house. My sister ran away in that same house. Like a whole, I remember all the bad of that house. But then after that, like I don't remember anything from that day. I don't remember singing happy birthday to, to Purse. I don't remember... Um, I don't remember anything until I still don't remember anything, but basically that whole situation blanked out in my head. Like my mind went blank and I forgot about it and I went home, I guess. And I don't know what the fuck happened, but, um, when I was 10, when I was like 10 years old, honestly, was I 10? I probably was like 11, 12. Like I think I was in... Damn, if I was over there, yeah, I was like 11 or 12. And basically, um, 
me and my mom was laying we was not in this mind you we moved to a different we this was like years ago you know like years after that excuse me we moved to a different house and then my dad i mean my mom was like we she was full i remember she was folding clothes and i was on her bed watching tv and this commercial popped up and it was like a sexual assault commercial and like they kind of like not demonstrated but it was just like a scene that popped up of like some girl like not getting touched but like being in an uncomfortable situation and it triggered me like in that moment i seen like i watched it and all i remember was like the i remember seeing in my head like me laying down me getting touched seeing my mom and i was just like what the fuck so i like sat there and i'm like I sat there and I was just like, what the fuck? So, yeah, I was basically like, what the fuck? Like, am I, I was like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, am I fucking bugging right now? Like, that's the off, off bat. My mind went to like, yo, am I crazy? Like, what is, what's these visions I'm having right now? So, I look at my mom. I remember I was like, mom, I was like, that happened to me. She was like, what happened to you? And I was like that, and I pointed at the at the commercial, and, she, and then the commercial um, thingy. And I was like, that happened to me. And she was like, she looked at me. She was like, what do you mean? She put, her clothes, she put the clothes on, she, she came to me. And I'm like, I don't know. I was like, I'm having these visions in my head. And then I told that, like, the visions I was having. I was like, remember um, that little girl next door that I used to play with? And I was like, remember her mom and stuff? And I told my mom, like, I told my mom everything I was starting to remember. And my mom started crying. And I was confused. Like, my mind didn't process it yet. Or, like, I was just still, like, I was really confused. I was like, what the fuck is going on? So, I told my mom. And she just, she started crying. And then I remember my dad came home from work. And my mom was all upset. And I was just confused the whole day. Like, I remember I was just, I remember me just questioning everything. Like, I thought it was in the dream. I was like, what is going on? Like, I don't get it. And then my mom told my dad. And my dad was upset. He would, I think he cried. He would just felt like he didn't, he, he felt like he failed as a father in a way. Cause he didn't protect me, and then I think I remember. Um, I think he ended up trying to go back to the house to like see if Purse still lived there, but this was years later. Like they ended up moving, so yeah. And then when that situation happened, um, I remember I got depressed because like eventually, like I started having nightmares after that. Like shortly after that. I started having nightmares, and I was just very confused, and I, I didn't understand, like, why did, why did I, um, like, why did that have to happen to me, and then I remember it being on Good Friday, and I'm like, Good Friday, I'm like, isn't that, like, God's day, like, I was, you know, not really religious, but, um, I remember I was like, I started questioning God and I was like, but that don't make sense. Like, why would that happen to me? I'm like, and why, why did, why did the lady leave me there? Like, why didn't, why wasn't her daughter there? Why was I alone? Like, it made me question a lot. And for so long, I blamed myself. I felt so disgusted with myself. Like, <laughs> like, trigger warning. <laughs> God, I'm about to cry. But like, I really felt like, ew, like. What, what like I was like ew like I I looked at myself and I was like ew like what the fuck like what is going on like and I was I was yo I was depressed like I remember um once I hit middle school that's when I really started feeling like shit because that when I found out about that that was probably like fifth grade. And I remember that shit. Something like that. Like, I remember I was going into middle school soon, though. And I don't know, between puberty and that trauma that I was still learning how to deal with for years. Like, it was, it was a lot. And in middle school, I was depressed. Like, I wanted to end it. 
so many times. Like, it was crazy. Like, I thought it was crazy for so long. I was like, nah, this shit is crazy. What the fuck? Like, and, yeah, like, I was just really depressed. And I didn't understand any of it. I didn't understand why it happened to me. I was like, she had a daughter. Like, not that I'm saying it should have happened to the daughter, but... It was just like, what the fuck? Like, you have a daughter. Like, you why, why didn't you, like, off bat, I felt really, like, well, as I got older, when I was younger, and I've remembered it and stuff, I was hurt, and I was more depressed. But as I got a little older, I was more angry, because I felt like, I felt, I felt like, wow, like, my mom trusted you, my dad trusted you to watch me, to basically, you know, to protect me. Like, and you kind of... I feel like I feel like she sold me. I feel like she must have. Cause it's like I feel like I was set up. <sighs> like I just felt like I feel like she knew what was gonna happen. Cause it was it was just weird how I remember her talking to him and why him why was he there? The husband wasn't there, the uncle wasn't there. Why was he there? And it just made me like disgusted and for years I just felt disgusted with myself I felt like I felt I, felt I never wanted to be touched by like a guy or anything and I just always felt like ew like I, I don't I don't want to do anything like I don't know. But, yeah. So that happened. And then it, was, it wasn't until, honestly, 2000, 2017, 2016, where I started um, writing in high school. And I started writing more about, like, everything I was going through. And I wrote, I eventually, um, <laughs> it's just timing, it was crazy. I had wrote about that situation. I wrote about it and I entered it in like an essay contest for school, for, like for some program shit. And I wasn't really like, I really just like winged it low key. Like it was last minute shit. Like the, the teacher was like, oh, the essays do. And I wrote about it and I just spoke more on how, like, I felt like, I still feel like it needs to be not, not, like, it needs to be talked about in school. Like, I feel like as a kid, if I would have known that, I wouldn't have felt, like, I would have known it was wrong, you know? I would have felt like, at least if I would have known as a kid, I would have been able to say something in that moment. Because I, I, I would have known it was wrong, you know? And because of that, I feel like, yeah, it is the parent's job, but then also you have to understand. There are parents that want to protect their kids from everything. And some parents, you know, like, I don't know. I feel like parents, they just, there's no pamphlet to be a parent, you know, like, there's no, this is what you should teach your child, and this is what you should do, and this is what, like, no, they don't, there's no <laughs> handbook. <laughs> now, there is, like, these books that are insightful and stuff, but, like, before, it was no fucking handbooks, like, you just did what you knew how to do, like, just what you do best. So, like, um, yeah, like, for a long time, I always felt like, damn, like, if I would have known, maybe that wouldn't have happened. Or maybe this could have happened. And it was always a what if, what if, what if. That's what my mind was. Like, what if this? What if that? But what if I didn't do this? But what if I didn't go? But what if, you know, and it was just like, eventually I had to realize it don't matter because it, it happened. And it was like the sad reality for me, like a reality check, like, girl, it don't, it, it happened, like, and for so long, I was a victim, like, I used to sit there, and I used to fucking let that man, like, 
have so much power over me because of what he did to me. And let him take a lot from me for years because I didn't know how to deal with it. I'm sorry. And I didn't realize that it happened, but I'm not a victim. Like, I'm a survivor at the end of the day. Like, that shit did not kill me. Like, it, it impacted me a lot. And, it, you know, it, it did hurt the child in me. But it didn't kill me. And I wasn't going to let it kill me. And I didn't. And I'm proud that I didn't. You know? It was like, after I was finally closing that book in my life, that traumatic, like, I actually was ready to just deal with, like, really just do what I had to do for myself, you know? And I was like, fuck, fuck that trauma. Fuck what that man did to me, like... I'm a, I'm good. I'm here. You know, I was I was present. I wasn't trying to live in the past anymore. And it was like as soon as I hit that moment in my life where I was really like, yeah, bitch, you sat there in front of the class. You said your story. Like, wow. <laughs> I ended up losing my sister in 2017. And I remember I lost her December 20th. And my sister, she, um, she was, she, she was a different breed, like, literally. She was born with this syndrome called the George syndrome. She was missing a chromosome. So, yeah, um, she was always in special needs classes, but, um, she she was in special needs classes she had her own trauma she went through um i would get into that right now but that's like a whole nother episode because she's she was uh, out of this world like different um yeah so when my sister passed away I'm going to just go by the day. It was December 20th. I remember I woke up late for school that day. She had just came home from the hospital after being in the hospital for months. And, um, yeah, she just came home from the hospital. And um, me and her, oh, I remember I woke up in the middle of the night. And she was breathing. So she had a trach in her throat. If you don't guys don't know what's a trach, it's basically like a breathing tube. That helped her breathe because she had burned her throat doing substances. She dealt with substance abuse. But like I said, that's a different episode. So, yeah, that happened. Um, So, yeah, that day I woke up late. No, I woke up. I went to bed late because I remember I was up late doing something and I hear her, I heard her next door, like, in the room next to me, breathing real, really heavy. Like, she couldn't breathe. So, I went to the room next to me, and I was like, oh, like, are you okay? Like, do you need, do you need the fan? So, she was like, yeah. And I gave her the fan. I was like, okay, good night. Went to my room. I ended up falling asleep. I will, and then I woke up late for school, like, an hour late. So, she ended up waking me up. She was like, you're late. She was like, you're late for school. Like, bitch, go to school. I'm like, fuck. So I'm rushing, getting ready, doing what I have to do. And she was like, oh, I'm going to go with you because I'm going to walk to Broad Street. I was like, okay. I had a rip take, one rip take because I would get them at school. So I had a rip take for me to take to school. But I was just like, I'm like literally like not even that far from school. Like, I could walk there. Why don't you take the bus? So... Um, it was cold. It was December. It was brick, like snow on the floor. It was freezing. Mind you, she had, she had the tricky. So she had the thing in her, in her throat, but they had took it out. So she was like two, 
two days fresh out of that, like with that breathing tube. Two days breathing on her own, I'ma say. And we was walking, and I remember we was approaching the bus stop, and I was told I was like, just take the bus pass. I was like, I'ma just walk to to school. And she was like, okay. She was like, I think she was like, I don't know, I, I don't feel good. And I was like, what's wrong? She was like, I don't know, I just feel like, I don't know, weird. So I was like, oh, then just go home. Like, if you don't feel good, just go home. Mind you, she never listened to me. Like, this girl did what she want. But she ended up going home. And what happened was we lived on the second floor. And she walked upstairs. So when the thing was when you open okay, when you open the door to my house, what's in my old house, you would open the front door. Then the front door you have one flight and two flight of stairs. And then the another door that to enter into my house. So um yeah, so I guess she she entered through the first door and then um, she couldn't make it all the way upstairs. So she collapsed and passed away on the stairs. And my mom was home all day. Well, my mom, my mom, because um, we didn't really have a car. My dad had the car. So my mom would stay home. My mom, um, just background. Mom goes to dialysis. She's sick lady. She's strong, though. Don't play. That lady, that lady got a spirit on her. But, yeah, um, she was home, and I remember her calling me. She's like, Tana's not answering, Tana's not answering. And I guess when my sister was in the staircase, she called my mom, but she was, like, choking. So my mom didn't understand her. And then my mom tried to call her. It wasn't, like, she she couldn't, she wasn't answering, and I think it was going straight to voicemail, so the phone must have died or something. And yeah, so um, nobody my my sister's body was there for hours. Me, I'm panicking in school. I'm thinking, fuck, she's back on the streets. Like she's out here wilding again. I I remember I blew up her phone. I was like, why would you leave? Like I told you, just go home. Like. Why you just got back from the hospital? And then I remember after school with a friend, and my mom calls me. She's like, Oh, um, you have to meet us at the hospital. You have to meet us at the hospital. I was like, Why? Why? She was like, You have to go to the hospital. You have to go to the hospital. So that happened with Tina. And then, um, I'm like, Okay. So I was like, I'm gonna go home first. Before I went home, we went to my I went to my friend's house. And then after that we ended up going to to my house. And that's where I see all the like I guess like the the medical, like the equipment they used, like the wrappers and shit. I was like, what the fuck? So I was like, what the fuck happened? Like, I called my mom, she was like, Yeah, I have to come to the hospital, I have to come to the hospital. So then she told me like she told me on the phone, like, your sister died. I said, and I was like, what? Like, I fainted. Like, I dropped. Like, out of shock, I dropped. I remember I dropped on the floor. And I was like, what? What do you mean? Like, she's gone. Like, what? She was just like, oh, come to the hospital. Come to the hospital. And so I remember a friend of mine, we asked another friend. And he drove us to the hospital. We smoked. I remember before that, I went to see a friend I had. And I just needed to hug her because... She was the only one I felt like understood me. And I went to the hospital. And before I went, I remember I got high as fuck. When I'm telling you, I got so high. I was so high. I was so numb. Like, I did not feel high. I felt numb. I never, ever, ever felt something like that. And I remember walking into a hospital smelling like straight bud. Like, I smelled so strong. 
And I remember people were looking at me. I didn't give a fuck. I was like, oh, I'm here for Tina Kelly. And they brought me to the back. I remember um, I have a, a lot of family there, a lot of friends. And I just, I didn't want to go in the room yet. They hugged me. They were like, oh, um, when you're ready, go in the room. Go in the room. I remember I walked into the room. I just felt like it didn't feel real. And I seen her there on the bed. And I was just like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, if I'm like, nah, what the fuck is going on? Like, I'm like, this ain't real, this ain't real. Like, if I'm like, this is not fucking real life. Like, this is not real life. I touched her hand, her hand was cold. Like, I was numb. Like, I walked in, I had to walk out. And I started crying. So, yeah, I remember I was crying. And I was just like, no, like, why? And then I went to the bathroom. And I remember looking in the mirror. And I looked at myself. And I cried. Like, I felt like, yo, no bullshit. I felt like something. Like, I felt, I felt like my heart broke. Like, in that moment, I looked in the mirror, I touched my face, like, this is real. And I fucking cried by myself. And I, I felt so, and then, like, after I cried, I felt so numb. Like, numb. And I walked to her body again, like, in the room. I went to her, I approached her, like, I touched her hair. I was just here, and I was just like, damn. I looked at her, I was like, bitch, they didn't even put no fucking chapstick on you. Like, her lips were all chopped. I was like, this bitch is probably heated. Like, I was looking at her, I was like, <laughs> I was like, wow, like, I can't believe this happening. I'm sorry. And then... Oh, fuck. <laughs> this is crazy. And then, um... I remember I was looking at her hair. Like, I was rubbing her hair. And she had this beautiful curl. And I was like... I asked the doctor or the nurse. I was like, can I get scissors? I don't want to cut her hair. They were like, yeah. Got me a bottle. I cut her hair. It was a perfect curl. And it still is. I still have it. And I didn't want to leave. I didn't want to say bye to her. But I had to. And I was so numb for a while. I was heartbroken. <laughs> I never, I never had a loss so close to me, like that. When <laughs> I lost my grandmother, <laughs> you know, I lost my uncle. But like, I grew up with her. <laughs> like that was my first friend. Like <laughs> that was my big sister. And. It hurt so much. Because what about how she's not going to be any of my kids. Or like be there when I graduate. <laughs> or see me get married. And I was just so. <laughs> I was so fucked up. Emotionally. Like. After that, I literally got so depressed. Like, I didn't, 
I was depressed. Like, I literally have no other words to describe. Like, I was depressed. I was numb. And I remember that, that happened on a Thursday. And that next day, like, even sleeping at home, I felt weird. That next day, um, my mom was like, you don't have to go to school. So I was like, I want to go to school. I said, I don't want to be here in this house. I want to leave. I want to go to school. I need to distract myself. And it was like, it sucked because it was like literally the day before winter break. I remember I went into school. I was running late. Like, people in the school knew already. I walked into um second period. Second or first, I forgot. I forgot. They had a fucking rotating schedule. Ugh, I don't know. But I walked into a period. And I remember. So, you know. um, Sorry, I had to get myself together. But, yeah. <coughs> um, <coughs> Excuse me. So, yeah. Basically, I walked into the classroom. And I think. Um, I think everybody started clapping or something. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, in my head, I'm like, why the fuck are they clapping? And then they showed me, like, that I won, like, number one, like, in the state for the essay award. I remember, I think I started crying or something. I forgot. Honestly, my mind's all fucked up. But, yeah. And then I remember, like, during spring, like during the Christmas break, I felt guilty. Because I was like, damn, like, I don't feel right accepting this gift. I mean, accepting this award next month, which is in January. I was like, um, I don't like, I was just, I was trying to get myself to be up to it, but it was like between losing my sister and it was just like Christmas. I was like, fuck that. Like, I really did, I really didn't care like about anything. I didn't care about Christmas. I didn't care about myself. I didn't care about that fucking award. I didn't care about shit. But when I, when I ended up going to the award ceremony, it felt nice, but I still felt like, damn, but you know, I had to push through because someone got to do it. And I did. And I remember I kind of felt accomplished, but it was like, it was like a bittersweet moment. Cause it was like, damn, like I did that. I fucking won number one in the state, but then it was like, damn, my sister's gone. So it was like fuck the award like I want my sister back but you know life don't work like that so yeah and yeah um yeah honestly because you know I'm supposed to I'm, I said I was gonna be talking about how I overcame you know I overcame that first obstacle but this one with with the sister was a little it's a little harder like to this day you see I'm clearly still crying <laughs> like of course, I'm always going to feel like this. Like, that's my sister. But I know eventually I'll be more at peace with it, I guess. But I'm not as of right now. Like, I am, but I'm not. I feel like I'm just faking it till I make it. Because that's all I know how to do. But, yeah. um, Because, like, even, like, when my friends passed away in may like that triggered me like it wasn't even like it was the fact that they passed away it was sudden and then it just me it just brought me right back to losing my sister like it brought me back mentally like i was just like i could not i, I couldn't deal with anything and i felt horrible Cause I wanted to be present for a lot of things, but I, my depression wasn't letting me. It was eating me up. I felt guilty, but I just had to realize, like at the end of the day, like it's not easy to really sit there and deal with some traumatic shit. Especially, it's like dealing with trauma then dealing with life. Like I was drowning. Like I was literally. Like, drowning in my sorrows. Like, just not being able to function. Didn't want to work. 
didn't want to do nothing for a while. And, you know, I kind of been doing better. Like, mentally, I've been doing a lot better. Um, I'm more aware now of my emotional cycles, I guess I'll say, or my depression and shit. Like, excuse me. <coughs> um, yeah, like, I'm more aware now. So, yeah, like... I don't know. I feel like I feel like I'm doing better. Um yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um yeah. I said you like 20 times. But yeah. Um I yeah, like I don't know like I was, it was hard, like, that shit was mad hard, because it was, like, I felt mad, yo, you wanna know why I felt guilty? I felt guilty in so many different ways, because I just felt like, damn, like, for so long, like, I blamed myself for my sister's death, because I was, like, I could've walked her home, I was, like, I was already late, like, I could've just walked her home, and I was, like, I could've just, there was a lot of could've, would've, and it's just, like, for so long, for years, that was just in my head, like, it's your fault, it's your fault, you're so your fault, you could have saved her, you could have saved her, you could have saved her, but it was, like, eventually, it took me a while to realize that I couldn't save her, like, that was her path, like, everything, it just happened for a reason, like, you know, it's tragic, but God works in mysterious ways, I guess, and, yeah, um, Yeah. I really feel like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people should be mindful of their thoughts and listen to their emotions because I feel like when you try to suppress your emotions, it's the worst because eventually it's all going to come at you. And you're going to be, like I was, drowning in your sorrows. And that's not going to solve anything. So I definitely feel like um, being mindful of your feelings and recognizing and actually like acting on them. Not acting on all e- emotions because, uh, you know, <coughs> if that was the case, like... If I acted on every emotion I felt, I would either be in jail or I wouldn't be here. So, don't do that. But, you know, recognizing healthy emotions, unhealthy emotions, you know, doing getting help. It's okay to get help. I feel like we're definitely in a generation where some people are a lot more mindful, especially when it comes to mental health. Like, where we kind of know, like, mindful. Like... Mental health matters a lot. Like, you can't function without your brain. Like, and if your brain is clouded, how are you supposed to function? You can't. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely feel like, um, yeah, taking care of your mental and healing. Sorry. Like, I'm still healing. Honestly, like, I'm going to be blunt honest. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I'm really winging it. When it comes to this healing stuff, I be watching TikToks, be doing this, I be writing. But it's like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. But I feel like me talking about stuff I went through is healing for me. Because it, it gives me power in situations. Like, in, a situa- in that situation. Because it's like, yeah, it happened to me. But I'm not letting it control me, you know? I'm not letting it control my life. I'm not letting that depression, that sadness keep me from growing and blossoming. Like, that traumas, That trauma is not me. You know, it happened to me. It affected me. 
but the trauma I went through is not who I am. And I feel like some people do build a, an identity around their trauma. Like, oh, I'm this way because I went through trauma. Like, i uh, not saying you're not. Like, we're all, I feel like, definitely resilient. But I feel like your trauma doesn't need to be who you are. You're your own person, you know? Like, it's traumatic. It's devastating things that happen to a lot of us. And, but it doesn't need to be who you are, you know? You don't need it. You don't need to let your trauma define you. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Next episode is going to be, I don't know, but I'll release it soon. And I'll let you know what the topic is. Thank you for listening to me. And my trauma and my little advice. And I hope it helps you guys in a way. And, you know, just let it known, you know, if you need any emotional support or any support. I'm here, you know, feel free to come to me to talk. Like, even if it's anonymously, like that's fine. You need a little advice. You need somebody to just listen to. I'll be your ear. You know? Sometimes people just need to... Sometimes people just need an ear to listen. A shoulder to cry on. You know? Not someone to judge. Not someone to sit there and be like, You're doing this wrong. You're, you should do this. Or this is that. No. Sometimes you just need somebody to shut the fuck up. And listen to you. Pat your back. Let you cry. And, you know... It's life. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Have a good night. Or morning. Or day. <laughs>